Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of the Black and Irish Podcast. This time we're talking about culture. We didn't understand cultural intelligence for us to know that you can be authentically African, yet you can be Irish as well yeah. at the same time. There's no conflict. I'm Amanda Ade. And I'm Bonnie O'Demina. And our guest this time is Tolawani Akeoman. Thank you very much, Amanda and Bonnie. Thank you for having me. I love your smiles. I love the look on your faces. I'm excited already to be here. Yes, so we're going to have fun together. I am a leadership learning and inclusion consultant with Vantage Dimensions. I am also a doctoral researcher in entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship education in Coventry University. I'm the founder of Hergenity Africa, which is a membership organization where we seek to promote and support entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial thinking, and business leadership among women of African descent. I'm a mother of four lovely children. Well, I won't call them children. Only my last one is a child now. (laughs) And the others are are grown. And I've lived here in Ireland for the last... They're grown up, yes. They're grown up. My son, who's 21 this month, he always tells me how I wouldn't let him move out, you know, how I wouldn't let him <laughs> go rent his own room and all that. But I say to him, I just want to be with you a little while longer because I won't always have you. So just stay with me. Yeah. And it, he doesn't really believe it. He thinks I'm just trying to hold him down. <laughs> but I genuinely want him over a little bit longer. I live here in Kilkenny and I've lived in Ireland for the last 20 years. Why do you think it is important for us to actually, you know, learn about African culture? When I say us, I'm talking about the Black Irish community mm. um, in, in particular. I know one thing that has come up in previous episodes is that there is a bit of a you know identity crisis, especially in the you know first second second generation Black Irish mm. kids. Yeah, you don't feel like you're quite African. You don't feel like you're quite Irish. Mm. For me personally, I know it was when I took the time to go back and learn about my history that I got more of a sense of who I am. And why do you think that's important for us to do? Thank you, Amanda. Let me start from what uh, culture is. And let me put out this caveat before we go on, that whatever I share here is essentially my own opinion. It's just me putting out my own thoughts to you there in this conversation. Culture really, simply put really, is about the way of life of a people. An umbrella term that we use to describe who a people are by examining their norms, examining their their laws, their customs, their values, their beliefs, their their food, their dress, their dress sense. It actually is is wide ranging. So you're looking at so so many things. You're looking at the arts. You're looking at the stories they pass on from generation to generation. And it's highly dynamic. Culture is essentially who a people are. It is about a particular people that make up, it's a society of constructs. The the, the culture makes them distinct. Culture makes them different from the other people. And so it's important for us to put that out. So what exactly is culture? So why is it important for us to learn about it? I think that it's important for us to learn about our own culture as Africans, because it is helping us to understand who we really are as a people. 
-hmm. when we, you look at a culture, you, you, you find yourself within that culture. You find your, you essentially, you, you find out who you are. There's no ambiguity. Because when you look at yourself, the way you speak, the things, the way you believe, what you believe, the way you dress, what you eat, you find that is in conformity with other people around you that share the same culture. Yeah. So you're not thinking about, uh, actually, who am I? Or, or why am I? Why is my name this? You know, so mm -hmm. why is it important for us to learn about African culture, particularly the second generation of migrants? those that were born in Ireland and those like you, Amanda, that we brought from when you were very small, we brought you here to, yeah. to Ireland. Why is it important to learn about it? Because that will help you from questioning your own identity because mm. culture is a sum total of a people's identity. It's been defined in organizations as the way we do things around here. You know, you know mm. so when you come to my house, there is a culture within this micro yeah. environment. Mm -hmm. And so when you see my children behave in a particular way, it's going to be a similar way that they behave because they are from this culture, this microculture. When you mm -hmm. are a child or a lady or a boy or a young man of African descent, it's important for you to learn your own culture through the stories that your parents passed down to you, through the food, through the music, through the laws, through the beliefs, because it helps you to have a deep, deep understanding of who you are, why you do the things you do. So you're not apologetic about your accent. You're not apologetic about the way you dress. You're not even apologetic about the way you think. That doesn't mean that you don't embrace other people and the diversity of cultures and thoughts and all that. It just means that you sit authentically within your own space without apology. That's part of the culture. Amanda called me Antitoluani. Bonnie is calling me Antitoluani. Even though we are not, I'm not related to you by blood, but by reason of yeah. culture, you know that within, in our own culture, we, we uphold that, that hierarchical um, space you know when somebody's older than you or they, you know they are elders perceived elders you don't call them mm -hmm. by name you call them auntie yeah. and <laughs> my, when <laughs> when i went when my my daughter she was 17 now was quite young and i took her to nigeria and uh, when i told her this is uncle this person uncle that person auntie she got confused <laughs> She kept hugging everybody. She kept hugging everybody. So I had to pull her back and say, no, you can't be hugging everybody. But you said he's my uncle. No, not like that. <laughs> he's not your uncle like that. So I just had to put yeah. that out there. He's an <laughs> uncle by reason of culture. forward as to what our culture is in Ireland. When you talk about what does the African culture mean for the Black and Irish community, let me answer it this way. You see, it's back to what I said, that your culture is a very important part of you. 
Why do we have to try to fit in? What does it mean to want to fit in? Why people try to fit in is because they don't know who they are. When you know who you are by reason of the understanding of your culture, your history, the values that make you who you are, the norms, everything that defines your culture, when you embrace it, what will you try to fit in? Because the moment you step into a room, you step in with all your brilliance, the brilliance of who you are. So it's not about trying to fit in, it's trying to stay in your own space. And shine your brilliance. Why would we try to fit in as people of African descent living in other cultures? And that's why I said that culture is highly dynamic. It changes from one generation to another because other cultures come in and mix and all of that. But at the end of the day, there's a core to it. So for Black and Irish people, whether they be of mixed parentage or like you who migrated with your parents, or second generations like my children, it doesn't matter. The most important thing is when you identify yourself, when you know who you are, and not just knowing who you are, when you accept, you embrace it, you own it, you sit with it. It's like, a, you know, <laughs> I, I always make this joke. Uh, I, you, know, you know those clothes they, sit, they, they, they sell in pennies? You know, when you see a dress on a mannequin, you know, it's really, ah, mm -hmm. if I can wear this, ah, I will look so good in this attire. But by the time you put it on, it doesn't fit you like you did the mannequin. <laughs> yeah? And yeah. I, I, I always say to my friends, I say, it's because the makeup of an African, our structure is different from it's the one different. they need for the mannequin. Get it? I always say, get it, guys. It's different. <laughs> But your culture, you know how we make um, clothes in Nigeria? And we make it to fit. Because yeah. the yeah. tailor, you have to go to the tailor. The tailor yeah. will measure you, pam, 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 you up to, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> down the, to your, the, the one that fits you. It's, in short, it's tailor-made. When you understand that your culture is tailor-made, it's like you wear it and it sits on you like those clothes we make in Ninja. That I think that's the best way to be black and Irish. Mm. Master, understand your brilliance, master your, own your brilliance, master your brilliance and shine that brilliance and let it be like Taylor made Ninja cloth. Wear it well. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. That's so good. <laughs> touched off before um, you, you spoke about the way that we would refer to elders as auntie um, and just you yes. know, little things like that within the hmm. culture just the home itself like i was just thinking back there's so many what's the word like nuances to being from yeah. an african background or growing up in an african home and the culture like even though you're in ireland for me once i step through the door mm -hmm. i'm in africa i know that i'm absolutely in the house <laughs> Um, Niger. So, yeah, I, of course, you have to be. 
even just thinking back, there are so many different things that have happened. The way that I was brought up was very, very different from my white counterparts. Mm-hmm. How do you think that African culture itself has made an impression on the household in general, in the way that people parent, in the way that the way that a family is kind of raised? How do you think African culture has affected that? When we first um, got here, when most of us got here in the uh, early 2000s and all of that, see, we're, we're so busy. Well, let me, I'm not speaking for everybody, but just a few of us, mm-hmm. people that I know, people that I've spoken to, a lot of us were so busy trying to fit in that mm-hmm. it was almost as if we were, I'm, I'm not even talking about your generation, Amanda Bonnie. I'm talking about our generation. We came here with that mentality that who we were or who we are and what we brought was not going to be acceptable. So we were trying to fit in. And what we were trying to do then was raise our children in that way of fitting in. Continue speaking English. That is why I love the Eastern Europeans. And the children might speak English outside, but at home, they speak their language. Yeah, it's their language. You know? yeah. The language is a very strong part of who they are, the culture. Yeah. What I saw us doing, we did not actually bring to the fore the importance of our culture. I think at that point, our children did not quite know, should we behave like Irish people or should we behave like uh, African people? I suppose that's what we're talking about when we talk about the identity crisis. It was that parenting, our own parenting, we had no cultural intelligence. We didn't understand cultural intelligence for us to know that you can be authentically African, yet you can be Irish, as it were, at the same time. There's no conflict. It's really about cultural intelligence. How much, first, of ourselves do we accept? Or are we always thinking that if it's black, then it's not good enough? If it's from our culture, our background, then it's not going to be acceptable. And so we're always trying to push ourselves into the other cultures to bring that in, try to make ourselves fit in, and then trying to make our children fit in. So that was then. But hopefully, I I think that in the last 10 years, with you guys having these conversations and parents being more aware, also the awareness that we are having of discrimination issues that before we had kept down, like, oh, don't let's, don't let's talk about, don't let's rock the boat. Let, let's not rock the boat hole in case they say we should go back. <laughs> because yeah. at that time, yeah. we, we had no confidence to even raise the issues of discrimination, of racism. True. And when our children come and say it, we, we, we you know, don't worry. Eh? Don't, we pray for them and all of that. I remember, I remember my, my first son, he was four then, or five, and was the only person of African descent in his class. And he came home and said, this person, is, his birthday is this weekend, but he says, I can't come. He was the only one, only boy not invited in his class. And at that time, my heart bled for my son. But I wasn't in the place where I could, you know, speak to him in the right way to help him understand that it doesn't matter. And to also raise those issues. I wasn't. We're trying to fit in. We're trying to not to rock the boat. But now in the last 10 yeah. years, the more awareness of, of the rights, human rights, issues relating to racism, discrimination, xenophobia, all of those things, we're bringing all those things yeah. forward. And people now are more comfortable about saying, look, this is who I am. 
back to you, Amanda, when you step into your house, is that cultural intelligence that makes you say, okay, I'm in my space now. I really, it's like across the, uh, it's like an, an embassy of Africa, you know? <laughs> so this is how it is, right? But it doesn't yeah. take away from mm -hmm. you for the fact that you step out there and you, you relate well with your other counterparts yeah. who are from different cultures, not, be, not trying to be like them, but understanding where they're coming from and mm. understanding where you fit in, in all of that. And Tulawani, I think well, you touched on in regards to that cultural intelligence. It's very important. A lot mm -hmm. of people I've noticed don't understand how beneficial it has become for many of us Black Irish, African Irish, in regards to having that cultural duality, where back, mm -hmm. like my mum would say, outside may be Ireland, but this house is Niger. This ability to, mm -hmm. to adapt to new surroundings. In the house, you, be, you, could, you, you behave a particular way because there's particular rules which are predominantly African, but then outside you behave a different way as well because it's more Irish. One thing that's definitely influenced our, our culture and influenced the Black Irish identity has been things that we would do back at home, like watch Nollywood or listen to Afrobeats, et cetera, et cetera. How do you feel these normal traditions that we would do back at home, like the influence of Nollywood, the influence of Afrobeats, the influence of our food and our dance, how do you feel that has played a part in the development of the Black Irish identity? Do you find any similarities with African culture and Irish culture? I think it plays a very, very important part. I have a little one now who's way younger than the others. Because I, as a person, as it were, have come into myself, I'm more culturally intelligent than I was a decade ago. I know who I am. I shine my brilliance hopefully wherever I am. And I understand my culture. I'm well accepted of my culture. I love who I am. I love being African. I bring that very powerfully now into my home. So you'll find that my little one is so much more aware of his culture mm. than the other three. Mm. He is so in tune with his Africanness, as it were. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he's Irish. The thing there is that it is important for us to, in a very definite way, as Black and Irish, it's important for us to have that sense of this is who I am. This is what it is. It, there's no competition. I'm not trying to compete. I'm not trying to divide myself into two. Okay, one part of me is, is this and one part of me is that. It's a nice, it's a nice mix. When we expose our children to the likes of Nollywood, to the likes of music by uh, Fela, Bonaboy, Wizkid, and uh, you know all other cultures, because mm. we're not only talking Nigeria here, African culture in general. Yeah. When we expose our children, because these things are very important to culture, to understanding culture. Today, I said to my um, eight and a half year old, I said, because I'm making him write one essay every day. I said, write about the food you love. And he said, oh, I don't like just one food. Okay, I said, write about the foods you love. <laughs> because dad made suya for us last night. So the first thing is, and then when dad makes suya, he hides it because people will descend <laughs> on it and mm -hmm. it's gone. 
So today he started looking for the suya. Where's the suya? So when he was writing, he says the first thing he wrote was suya. I love suya. <laughs> then he said, I love Amala. And he said, Inya. <laughs> then I said, what about Egusi? He said, no, I don't really like Egusi, but I love spinach. We make spinach and ila together. I love ila. So I said, what about jollof rice? He said, ah, that one is the last one. That's why he said, so it's the last one I will write because I really love that one. What's the point I'm making? The fact is that this boy embraces who he is. He understands our food. He, he, I have videos of him dancing to Bonner Boy. You know, I have, you know, and when I start singing, he say, no, mom, you can't sing it like, you, you have to sing it well. The point is that he, he, he understands it. You know, he, yeah. he watches, he loves um, Emanuela. Yeah. Uh, Emanuela, she's amazing. He loves Emanuela. She's so funny. Hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he loves all these cartoons. So we, we try to expose him to them so that he, he would be in tune with who he is. Because mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to ask him, where are you from originally? And then he starts wondering, where am I? What, mm. what, what do they mean? What yeah. do you mean, where am I from originally? Then you say... I'm Irish. No, you're not Irish. And then the argument starts. No, there's no need for that. He will tell you very clearly who he is. When people think of African culture, you know, they either think of it from a place of fear or there's just generally misconceptions about what it is to be African. And I think coming into, you know, this newer generation, is we're really starting. I feel like we're, we're starting to have mm. more of a of a deeper understanding of, of what it is to be African and what it is to be Irish and understanding as well that those two identities can coexist and those two identities Absolutely. can, as much as they differ, they can complement each other. And I think drawing on that will really be our strength as a community. That's what I've brought all my children to. Don't fight with anybody about, I'm Irish. I'm, why do you say I'm not Irish? Well, yeah, I'm, what, what, what? To the matter is that you don't have to if their own definition of Irish is really myopic, yours shouldn't be. Yeah. Explain to them why yeah. you are Irish and you are African at the same time. Because you understand mm. it. Mm. I am Irish by birth. I am of Nigerian stock, Nigerian heritage, African descent. It's a very simple matter. <laughs> so there's no need going up and down and struggling and fighting. I'm Irish. I am Irish by birth. Because that's who you are. You are Irish by birth. But I'm of, of, of Nigerian heritage, of African descent. Case closed. Finish. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Black and Irish podcast. Remember, you can listen back to all of our episodes on rte.ie forward slash podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And also, make sure you follow us on Instagram. That is black underscore and Irish. That's it for now. Slan lad, Kimisia.